You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Hey, uh, welcome to another episode where we're going to watch the Fantastic Four movies a second time each, just to figure out if maybe we, we, we missed something. Um, I, sorry, I, can, I can't keep that going. Can I tell you, you okay? Can I tell you something serious, though? <laughs> What's that? Uh, the other day, I was looking through our SoundCloud uh, and was just looking at like episodes and listens and stuff. And I went back and I was like, "Oh man, sometime in the future, we should do like a three year and go back and rewatch all of them in one month again." <laughs> no, we're just, just gonna, we're just gonna make a separate podcast where we just rewatch those four movies. Oh, over and it'll over be like again. that uh, podcast where they watch one movie repeatedly. Yeah. We'll call it more and more Fantastic Four. Oh, See? love it. I'm already here. I'm already here. We can call, you know, we, we can call it back for more. Ba- back for more Fantastic Four? That's oh, perfect. So much rhymes. <laughs> All right. Uh, shut, this, shut this podcast yeah, down. It's been great. Yeah. All right. Catch close us it down. New... We're out. <laughs> Someone get Aaron. We need a theme. Someone get Aaron. Aaron. I don't <laughs> care if he's spending time with his wife. <laughs> Fucking write me a theme song. <laughs> Pay your bills on your own time. Oh, I think I'll catch you back for more Fantastic Four is going to sound. Oh, it's going to be it's amazing. A, it's already a melody. Um, well, let's start doing t-shirts. I mean, let's just get it. Yeah, we, we've already got, I've already got a store up. You can go. We got keychains, mugs, t-shirts, beer koozies. <laughs> yeah, two fucking sober guys. <laughs> beer koozies. It's great. It's great. Um, amazing. All right. But really what we're here for is to tell you the next movie up on on this wonderful comic book adaption podcast. Yeah, we uh, were browsing, as always, as we do, uh, what we've done and what we've, uh, what horrible gaps we have in our, in our continuity when it comes to covering these movies. And I realized that we were a little behind on one particular series. Um, and that one is, uh, well, kind of considered one of the, uh, one of the um, prototype movies. I was going to say, probably could be considered the uh, Godfather for the current yeah. uh, comic book worlds that have been created in cinema. And that that was a great that sentence. Was, yeah, you just nailed the shit <laughs> so out of it. So articulate. Do you want to do it again just so everyone can get a taste of it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Never revisiting it. Movie um, good, the father, <laughs> set up. No, no. <laughs> oh, it's, it's rough being me, guys. Um, of course what we're talking about is... Uh, Blade 2. So we're talking about Blade 2. Uh, nope, you're reading the wrong notes again. <laughs> I just want to watch Blade 2 again. Um, uh, we are talking about Iron Man 2 from 2010. So uh, this is the continuation of the Iron Man franchise, which is the first functioning franchise of the MCU. Um, it's not first in, like I guess, the you know narrative timeline or anything, but uh, it sort of led to the... Its success um, led to them being like, ooh, we could turn the, this yeah, into something. The inception that you could, you not only could do it, but you could link these movies together. I think that was the big deal because obviously there's plenty of Marvel movies that came out before this. We've covered uh, a lot of them, yeah. um, but they were never intended to work together as a unit. Yeah, um, no, not like in the old like this is like 1930s like serial sort of thing where like you know you could tie certain characters together. You just don't see that in movies anymore until now. Yeah. And this this one's got um, uh, uh, Colonel James Rhodes going to play um, War Machine. Uh, War Machine, and then we've got um, this is the first appearance of Natasha Romanoff playing Black Widow. I think yes, yes, yeah. that is true. And uh, again, help me out here. The first Nick Fury, if I'm not wrong. 
Yes, because he's not in Iron Man and he's not in. That's correct. So I mean, those are pretty big. Those are big hitters. Yeah, they introduced a a lot of people in this movie, and it's kind of a controversial movie. You know, not really controversial, but I find that people do not like this movie, which I find surprising because, as the you know most negative person on this podcast and in most conversations, I like Iron Man too. So I don't know what that says about me that everybody else hates it and I like it. Well, it's not like terribly reviewed. Um, I think I'm just checking now. I think it's like it's in the 70s. I think maybe on like Rotten Tomatoes and whatnot. Yeah, I don't think it's it's bad, but I find that like when I've talked to people about the Iron Man no, you're trilogy, right. I'm always like, I don't like Iron Man three. I don't think it's very good. I think it wastes like a really good villain that they they turned a really shitty villain, the Mandarin, into something that could have been cool. And then they just pull that out and they replace it with a guy who's basically like a supervillain because he got snubbed at a party. And so <laughs> yeah. I dislike Iron Man 3, but everybody else is like, no, Iron Man 2 is the bad one. Iron Man 3 is amazing. And I'm like, do people have the order backwards? Or So it'll be interesting to well, see. It, it, it's so poorly reviewed, frankly, that um, I dropped a bombshell on Pogues before filming, yes, which is that I've never insane. actually... I've never seen Iron Man 2 because when it came out, everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's just tra- it's trash. And it's like, okay, well, I'll skip that one. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how I'll feel. I'm coming in with no expectations, truly, because it's been so long since it came out that I just <laughs> I have no standing opinion. Um, an interesting thing is uh, that I was looking up when I was digging up uh, some of my some of my background research before talking about the movie on this minisode. Um, there's a section of some of the pre-production uh, 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 details on Wikipedia that is also sourced that mentions uh, the various sort of contract negotiations trying to roll in, you know, Rourke and Rockwell and Samuel Jackson bringing in Paul Bettany to, conf- uh, to, to uh, return to the voice Jarvis, which is crazy for Bettany because, I mean, I assume he probably assumed he was just doing... At first, probably just one movie as, like, the voice of a suit. Yeah. And then probably it was like, that's it. But who knows that he'd appear for a second one and then would be... I'd become a, ca- <laughs> formed, a full character. Formed into a real person that is him that walks around. Yeah, that's definitely a weird turn. Because I, I doubt a weird when they, turn. When they cal- cast somebody to be Jarvis, had they actually thought that he would become... Vision Jarvis. Oh the yeah, system. that's crazy. Yeah. It would never have been thought of. Because the system so is, is basically in there is an homage to Jarvis the Butler for the Avengers. In yeah, the comics. exactly. They have a literal Butler, like uh, Alfred Butler. Yeah, and it's just so like, they put him. They in realized the... they rightly they, they correctly realized that having a, a weird British Butler in a tuxedo walking around Robert Downey Jr. would just look fucking weird. Yeah, it would also be weird <laughs> if you're like superheroes and you have a Butler. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, is, it's very odd. But, you know, this is a side note, which I, this, I don't know why I find this so fascinating. He is married to Jennifer Conley, who oh. I have a huge crush on. But well. Jennifer Conley does the voice of Spider-Man suit. Oh, so yeah. husband and wife did have done voices of suits worn by superheroes. I just, I don't know why I find that so interesting, but I really do. Hmm. There you go. Um. It's sort of like but, when but, I found out that Sarah Michelle Geller did a voice on Rebels, and her husband does the voice of one of the main characters. Her husband being uh, Freddie Prince Jr. So two notes that I pulled out of the uh, out of the pre-production information here that I thought were interesting. Yeah, this one, is insane. Well, well, the first one before that is um, I just I also just picked up on this is that Jenny Tarkovsky uh, storyboarded the film, known oh, for oh the guy who did the 
Samurai Jack in the Clone Wars, Wars adaptation. Wars, yeah, yeah uh, uh, Dexter's Laboratory. Um, some some important shit on Powerpuff Girls. Um, that was just a side note I picked up, which was super cool. I would love to have him storyboard a movie I was working on. But what I was getting at is they're talking about um, the contract negotiation to lock everyone down. There was even a complication around Jackson that uh, implied that he even in an interview said, I guess I won't be Nick Fury. So it was almost really bad, and I almost lost him, which would have been weird because I really can't picture a lot of other people playing Nick Fury. No, I mean, it also um, would have been weird because they wanted to use the Ultimates version of Nick Fury, who... Who was clearly... Who the clearly artist Samuel straight Jackson. up said, yeah, I just drew Samuel L. Jackson. So it would have been really weird for yeah, them to have cast another person. But um, this line from the notes surprised me, um, which was that... <laughs> uh, 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 sorry, I was sort of on the right line. Yeah, so Paul Bettany comes back as Jarvis. Marvel entered into, into um, uh, talks with Emily Blunt to play the Black Widow. The source talks about how the fact that it was pretty far along in the process of having Emily Blunt on to play Black Widow, which, as Pose and I were discussing from... Uh, her appearances on uh, Live, Die, Repeat. Uh, 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 I recently saw her just do fantastic in uh, uh, A Quiet Place and a, a bunch of other movies. Um, she's She can certainly play a badass. Oh, um, uh, Sicario. She yeah. can really, certainly play a badass agent. Like, that would work out really well. But she passed on it. Which you, you think, oh, well, she passed on. The first movie had already made a decent amount of money. She right. passed. So she had to be in something like really like really good something that was that's correct folks turning uh, she, over this, this she couldn't accept the role due to her previous commitment with um gulliver's travels <laughs> now you may be asking yourself what the fuck is gulliver's travels because no one remembers that movie except for the critics who hated it you mean jack black's gulliver's gulliver's travels i was gonna make a joke that it was jack black but i wasn't sure because the movie's so bad, I've only seen about 20 minutes of it. Well, it's only 85 minutes. So. <laughs> oh, so I saw most of it. I saw a fourth. Not a good sign. Not a good sign. Well, you can't reach 90 minutes. Such a bummer, because Emily Blunt's awesome. It's such a shame to see Yeah, her. I would have loved to have seen her. I'd, uh, I'd love to see her, them cast her as somebody else, like some female character in the Marvel yeah, Universe. Yeah, give her a shield agent role. I want to see, I wanna see what, be we, like, what we're missing. We cast Carol Danvers, so she's out. <laughs> but i guess like if, if they if i mean the x-men are coming we have to assume yeah. that in the next few years the x-men are going to probably gonna be the be, next wave uh it's going to be complicated yeah so you could t- you could give her any of like she would make a i could see her being like gene gray Ooh, if they did british psylocke mm, like yeah. original psylocke that could be pretty cool i'm up over that yeah that wouldn't be bad yeah. Well, um, with that said, tune in. <laughs> oh, right. We were doing a podcast, not just having a conversation. <laughs> yes, tune in next up... week for that. Uh, yeah, you can, pick, you can pick up more about us um, fantasizing about what cool, rose, cool, cool roles Emily Blunt could play um, in our other podcast, I'll Be Blunt. But damn it. Uh, I wanted to go ahead. <laughs> I was trying to beat you to a pun with Blunt, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> Ah, it's right there. What if it was just like, um, roll me a blunt? <laughs> we can I talk about Emily Blunt. Yeah, it's the best podcast. Two people who don't smoke. Um, all right. All right, next roll, up. Roll down the shutters on this one. We're all done. So we both live in states where that's super not legal. Oh, I, uh, I, 
I was also checking because I mentioned the the narrative um, of the MCU, and to, to clarify, if you include shows, that the literal narrative is actually not as far as I thought back, and that is Captain America: First Avenger, the Agent Carter TV series, and then Iron Man: Incredible Hulk, Iron Man Two. That's the uh, official. And then right after that is Thor, and then we get into the Avengers. It's the official timeline. I'm surprised. I thought there would be a few more things before Iron Man 2, but uh, there is not. Hmm. Well, with that said... Yes, um, now, speaking of, I mentioned Carol Danvers. Did you watch mm-hmm. the Captain Marvel trailer that dropped this week? I did. It was fine. Yes, it was. <laughs> I don't know. It really... I don't know what to think about it. I'm so confused about what to think about it, because the scenes in the trailer are flashy and cool. The suit looks good. I didn't like her at the end when I, she's in I, the red and blue and she's, like, on fire. It didn't look well, but I'm not going to judge that because sometimes, you know, they put in unfinished effects in these trailers or, you know, not like a final pass, but I thought she looked really weird when she's flying around shooting stuff. Here's the lightning round of my concerns. Um, I don't really know what the, 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 the deal is with this movie. Um, yeah, they don't really explain from the, the trailer. Uh, it, it seems to lean pretty heavily on her punching an old woman. They love that bit. That's great. Here's bit. my problem. Good bit. There's no other good bits in the trailer or the previous trailer. No, what's actually I mean, surprising is they put in a scene at the end, which is supposed to be like a funny bit with Nick with Fury cat. petting a cat. And I'm like, that's not yeah, funny. It's not funny. Just because you're a spy it's, doesn't mean you don't like cats. It's not like spies are synonymous with hating. You know what I mean? It's like so weird. Yeah, it confuses me because if you can't get your best line of the trailer, then I'm a little worried that you don't have one. Well, that's, that's you know my I mean? concern is I'm like, if the person who wrote this was like, this is my gangbuster moment where Nick Fury pets a cat and she gets annoyed. It's like, oh no, these are not going to be good jokes. These are going to be like DC jokes. Now, 90s Nick Fury, I'm all about. I'm curious. That that's that's that that's given enough of a wrinkle for me to care more than I would. But yeah, something about it. Um, also, something I didn't like in the most recent release trailer, as of this recording, um, there was. A scene like right to the end where it cuts the text that says, "Is it? I think it's with." It, it cuts the text like something her. Oh, and then it, yeah. It fades more letters in to be hero, and I'm like, "All right, well, that's." I, I appreciate that you have a female hero uh, present on screen, but I don't need you guys to be like, "Eh, eh." Mm-hmm. We put a lady in this one. Like it's yeah. it's so obnoxious. Not because I'm like, "Oh, I don't care about PC." SJW, uh, just because I'm like, don't pat yourselves on the goddamn back. Yeah, you finally yeah, DC, got around. <laughs> this is the only thing DC beat you to. Yeah, you finally got around to doing a female-led hero Even movie. Even though people have like, been guys. asking for a Black Widow movie since she appeared in the uh, Iron Man 2. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I, I, the thing that, 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 that part I find annoying. Yeah, the other thing that got me was... Um, like, they kind of make this big deal about, like, like you know, she's like, oh, I'm a Cree. And you're like, no, you're human. Everybody knows who Carol Danvers is. Like, and then they in the trailer, they try to build it up to be like, oh, my God, she might have been human. It's like, yeah, I know she's human. She's an aircraft pilot. You keep showing shots of it. Is How much of this movie is going to be a flashback for us to be like, yeah, I know. She was a human. She got caught in space. And they, like, I don't, I hope that's not much of the movie. Because otherwise, I'm like, well, you just quote-unquote spoiled it by showing like 90 percent of her being like i think that i'm not really a cree so i don't know I'm, I'm looking forward to it my my one note was uh mohawk helmet 
does not look as cool in real life. <laughs> like in the comics, it looks really badass. In the in the movie, I wasn't a fan. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm being optimistic. I liked the the uh, the sort of I guess they call it goofy looking costume with the full the full mask, the full helmet mask. Yeah, yeah, I like that costume in general. I like I like that they conceptually kept what is what is a very like not because the movies love to take like goofy costumes from comics and be like oh we'll make it look like like just like like textured armor like yeah. we'll just take everything look like textured we'll put armor zippers everywhere if everyone if anybody had like wings or anybody had like anything kind of like a little pair of wings in their head or like yeah don't get like, a little no no cut that cut that all out make it look like a fucking soldier uh, yeah the the captain america that, suit, so i i'm really bummed that in that first movie they didn't just give him the captain america suit the like the chain yeah. top because they make like the fake version and it's supposed to be shitty but i'm like he looks good in it why couldn't you have just made a full version that was just that yeah I would have loved that so much more. I love the original Captain America. I mean, there's a reason Captain America still looks like Captain America in the comics. Right. Like, after all these years, you know, they try to do different costumes. They always go back to that original one. Uh, so, that was interesting. Another quick thing before we head off on this mini-sode. Did you notice uh, Marvel has greenlit another film? Now, this is an odd, an odd film. Perhaps on the, the success of Black Panther, and then followed by the success of a film... Uh, called Crazy Rich Asians. Marvel has greenlit a Shang-Chi Master of Kung Fu movie. What? Yes, a character that most people do not know who that is. He was a set, he was like really big, he was like a oh, character yeah. in the 70s. He was very much like, he was Bruce Lee basically. He was like an ultra martial artist. He appeared in some, he like worked, uh, or he had like some crossover with Iron Fist I believe. But he was basically like the Asian version of Iron Fist. Like he's like this ultimate master of Kung Fu. But I was like, what a... I, like, I'm glad they're doing it. I'll, one, I love a good Kung Fu movie. So I'll be down for that. A modern made Kung Fu movie. Sign me up. Two, I like seeing some diversity in heroes. It just seems like such an odd character to greenlit for a movie when like we couldn't get a Black Widow. And they're just like, let's pick a character no one knows about. <laughs> it's, it's odd. Yeah, that's... That's a real that's a real deep cut of a character choice, but yeah, all right. I, I hope sure. they I hope they do something cool where it's just like it's it's in the Marvel universe, but it's like a Netflix show where it's like yeah, he's in the Marvel universe, but he's not in the Marvel like Nick Fury's right. not going to show up or Iron Man's not going to land or something. You know what I mean? It's it's going to be like a movie about a dude who's a really good martial artist in a world in which superheroes exist. Like that's what I'm hoping for. But an interesting thing. Uh, I think Ben's reaction sums up probably most people when they saw the news because it didn't really get that much coverage after they announced it. People were just like, oh, cool, they're going to make an Asian superhero movie and they're trying to find an Asian director. It's like, all right, cool. And then it was just like not a story because I think most people were like, I don't know who the fuck Shang-Chi is. <laughs> so it's, a, it's, yes. an odd, it's an odd character to pick. This, though, yeah. you know, if they're pulling obscure characters, fingers crossed for a Fing Fang Foom movie. The dragon who wears the purple pants. <laughs> yeah. God, we need it so bad. I, you know, uh, please. But I think that's it for this mini episode. Unless you had anything else you wanted to talk about. No, I just wanted to promote a podcast. It's called Back for More Fantastic Four. Um, we're definitely doing it right after this episode. Yeah, so, it, uh, well, also, it's also part of a new thing me and Ben are doing called a suicide pack. And 
Gonna watch all the Fantastic Fours. No, that, that's our other that's our other podcast where we rewatch Suicide Squad over and over again. We would not get through more than two viewings before <laughs> I'd just be like, nope, checking out. Huh. Ben's Ben's new podcast will uploaded a half an episode. <laughs> just ends with a gunshot. What do you think that's about? <laughs> I don't know. Off on guard. Um yeah, so so tune in next time for Iron Man 2. Um it's gonna be good. Uh, nope, that's where I'm ending it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have anything. I didn't have anything!